Bye bye. Daddy dear. Roger. Thanks for the bing, the bing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You enjoyed your dinner? Oh, muchly, muchly, muchly. That was good. Yes, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I'm uh, actually over here completing some revisions on this piece that I uh, am submitting to the Yale Review. Yeah, I got it going, but I, I need a little information from you. So I was wondering if you had time to answer a couple of questions about Duma. Sure. Oh, okay. Okay. So I wanted to know, I was just re-listening to the podcast we did about the experiment in higher education. Yeah. So was that the first place you met Dumas, or did you know him before you both were employed there? No, I'd read his work, but I never uh, met him or seen him before. So you remembered his work. It made that much of an impression? Yeah, well, it was right around the same time. Mm. Was all, you know, everybody was publishing, and, you know, the six, late 60s, and that's how we were meeting each other. Oh, okay. Initially, through, through their work being published. Whether it was okay. the Watts writers, the Chicago writers, the Black Arts West, Black Arts South, mm-hmm. whoever, wherever they were, the African writers who were reading them, mm. reading, reading each other. Mm-hmm. There are always uh, gatherings we heard, but yeah. So that's, that's how I knew about it. You know, from, from, okay, uh, so you knew about Negro it. Digest. Yeah. Oh, from Negro, Negro Digest. Digest. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember the first time you met him? Oh, yeah. I met him in August of uh, 1967. Okay, so August of 19... So right when that fall semester started, when your teaching before, uh, position yeah, yeah. started. Yeah, yeah. We were hired at the same time. Okay. Did you meet him at like an orientation or just in the hallways? Well, uh, it was uh, at, at 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 the campus. It was you know moving around, doing doing the paperwork and mixing and so on. Mm-hmm. And meeting a bunch of you know orientation. Okay. Do you and, remember your uh, impression of him? I was very impressed with him. Uh, you know, the, a kind of strangeness, a genius, mm. a um, a country, kind of country, uh, obvious, mm. um, uh, and um, penetrating eyes, spoke his ideas, spoke what he felt, uh, 
Baraka was an icon. Leroy Jones was an icon. But uh, Dumas didn't have as high of an opinion of him as most of the um, as the worshippers did. <laughs> really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, he didn't trust him. He said, watch him and be careful. Mm. Right up front, you know. Yeah. Interesting. Was he was he taller than you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he had a light on me. A teasing beard. You know, the natural that you know, most of us were trying to grow, growing or trying to grow. Mm-hmm. Very, very uh, very forceful in his in his drive. Mm. And he was writing all of the time. Constantly writing. Why do you say he was constantly writing? Because he had it, because he was writing. He was taking notes. He had a camera. He had a tape recorder. Oh, wow. Always. Always. So that was him. That was, that was the picture of him. He recorded everything. He photographed everything. He wrote poems almost instantly, like, and brought them back. Went down the hall, typed them up, gave you a copy of the phone for me mm. um, uh, that, that was published. Uh, a man runs, he says that uh, he enjoys to take off all his clothes. Now, I used to say, take your clothes off. Well, something I said about get real, you know, men, mm-hmm. women, Some people saw it as a sexual thing to it. It's very sexual again. And some people understood it. Okay, if you if you're truthful, take your clothes off. <laughs> so people knew most people knew I didn't mean for people to take their clothes. Some people did, you know. Mm-hmm. It was pretty designed. You know. But uh interesting. But it taught, the poem on me ends with men running out, trying to shine arrows. The man runs out into the day and joyously takes off all his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so he had, and he came right back with it. He came back with a Xerox copy of it and asked Eugene, Hank. <laughs> so had he read your work as well? And he read my poetry. Yeah, had had was he? Yeah, was yeah, he yeah. He said, "You are right, nigger, right, right now. <laughs> you, you are right, you nigger." Right <laughs> yeah, I quoted him. I quoted him, and I said it was the first time that a poet of that stature had said something to me like that. It sent me an <laughs> introduction to one of the books. You're right, nigger, man. You are right, nigger. 
You a right nigga. And that's what about Barack I'm watching him change on you. Mm. Well, he, he didn't lie. He didn't lie. No. Oh, no. He no. had several we incarnations. Saw that. <laughs> we saw that, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. And okay. And uh, he gave you some honey to drink, honey, raw honey with leaves in it, and uh, played sunrise oil for you. If you were near him, put you in his office. Put on an album by Sun Ra. Mm-hmm. Play Sun Ra and Cold Train. You know, uh, I can name you. You know, uh, oh, about a dozen uh, uh, jazz musicians that he would play for you. Mm. Mm. Interesting. And uh, love Margaret Walker. Mm. And on student papers, he would write, read for my people. Mm. Read Margaret Walker. Wow. Had some problems with Ralph Ellison, but loved Margaret Walker. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, hey, let the what? I just yeah. said that's interesting. Yeah. Do you think he considered himself a socialist or a communist? Uh, no. Uh, I think he, he, was, he considered himself as a, a prophet in training, I think. Mm. A warning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. He started with um, Yorba Priest in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. He went to see them a lot. He understood Sun Ra. Sun Ra was like a mentor. And, um, yeah. Mm. So, no, no, I don't think... I, he knew all those allergies and isms, mm-hmm. but he was he was into uh, the Middle East uh, thought, Hindu thought, Hindi thought, and uh, mm-hmm. African thought. Mm. Very, very, very deep into uh, into you know voting and. Um, uh, African cosmology, ontology. Mm. Okay, so, that, so that, that gives me that gives me a picture. Uh, I said that gives me a picture of the nature of you all's relationship as comrades yeah. and writers. So, and I took it keep... to all the soul food places. Okay. And, um, yeah. <laughs> you took him to all the soul food places. Took him all the soul food places, all, all the bars. He read poetry. When King died, we were together. When we heard the news, we were together. 
When you heard what? We heard the news that King died. Oh, wow. Y'all were together? April 4th, 1968. Wow. We were at a a party. Mm. After work party, student and faculty, and, you know, revolutionary. When a a white colleague came in and told us about it, we were partying and drinking. Yeah. Smoking Mm -hmm. reefer. And a student came in, I mean, a a colleague from EHE came in. uh, We were in an upstairs apartment, and he ran up the stairs and got... uh, Far enough up the stairs so he could look out of the party and see everybody, mostly mm. black people. And he said, Mother's King had just been shot and might probably dead or might be dead. And he looked and saw all these black people, and I guess he said, I don't need to be here. So he ran down the stairs mm. and left. And that was the night that 100 Americans. As Chris has said in one of his farms, a hundred cities burned. Wow. And the next day, I took Henry to buy a gun. Mm. Yeah, I took him to buy a 38, 38 or 32. And right Mm -hmm. outside, he said, it was a place called. it's all, almost all Mexico now, but it was, it was a white, little white town called, uh, I forgot right now. But, uh, Paramount City? Paramount City, right. I took him mm-hmm. there with a couple of friends, I think Joe and Sherman. Mm-hmm. And he bought, I told you, you need a gun, man. You know, you know, move, move around, you know, like that. Because he mm-hmm. comes, he's like, why are you just doing guns? Need him. He had, you know, they had really hit him, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it was something that Sun Ra, I talked to him about the gun, and then he went, the night he was killed, talked to him into leaving the gun, my understanding, mm-hmm. with him. You know. mm-hmm. And the first wow. person, the first person that knew him well that I talked to after he died was Sunrock. I flew to New York um, armed, well armed. It was before they were. I was before they they, they had all the security. Uh, equipment and mandates in place to traveling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I flew to New York to the funeral with a briefcase full of money, big briefcase, mm-hmm. full of cash that had been donated to his wife and son by EHE faculty, staff, and the East St. Louis community. Mm-hmm. And some documents for her his wife to sign, you know, 
insurance mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. So I um, I flew there, and I'm hooked up with Leon Thomas, my high school classmate. Mm-hmm. And he took me to everybody who knew Henry, because Dumas was well known in the black arts movement scene, you know, black theater, black music. And so he took me to all these people to talk to mm-hmm. them. Larry Neal, um, uh, Barman Tier, um, just at Sunrock. And uh, we, we uh, you know, communed and commiserated with them. And uh, and I went to the funeral, and I wrote a poem about the funeral. It's in three parts. It's all poetic uh, thoughts and route to enjoying the funeral and burial of poet mm-hmm. Henry Dumas. It's in, uh, it was published first in, uh, in uh, Southwestern, the SIU. Literary magazine, but it's it's in um, it's in our conceptual memoir. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I quote from it in this piece. I his what? what? I said I quote from it a bit in the piece that I'm oh, writing. Yeah, it describes his wife and his sons and an older lady who had known him since he was a kid. And one of his mm-hmm. high school classmates. Yeah. Um, the poem where he talks about a man runs outside and joyfully takes off all his clothes, is that in the collected that's out now? Yeah. Okay. The sun is shining out. And it's called, uh, yeah. And it says, for Eugene. For Eugene. For Eugene. Okay, so um, how did you yeah, find it's out it's he... in these of a natural man, yeah. Okay. How did you find out he had been uh, shot? I came to work on the morning of uh, uh, the, uh, the morning of the 24th, May 24th, and people were crying. People were crying and hugging each other. I was like, what's going on? And they said, Hank has been shot. And uh, Mr. Duma, how loud they referred to him. He was shot. Mm. In, uh, in New York. And um, everybody was just openly emoting, you know? Yeah. It's so it's such an interesting coincidence that today is the twenty third, isn't it? Yeah. Um today, today is wow. the day I had a phone all already. We usually talk. Deep in the night of the twenty third. And the interesting thing about it was Maya's birthday was is on the fourth of, of April, so it was the same day. Her birthday was the same day that King was killed. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And her friend ran down the hall in the, the apartment building we're living in in New York and said, don't turn on the television. Whatever you do, whatever you do, don't, don't turn on TV. Because mm-hmm. they were cooking. They were cooking for her birthday. Mm. And Maya and King was a friend. Right. Yeah. Wow. Um, what was the death dealing shot? Was Henry shot in his body? In the upper body, shot several times in the upper body. Several times. Yeah, and his wow. mother wrote me mother wrote me a letter which I can't find. And uh, it's not uh she wrote it to me. And I wrote an editorial in the Monitor in 19, and, and that, it was a couple of weeks later, I wrote a, an editorial. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, about it, but uh, yeah, she wrote, I think she must have, how did she get my number? She might have written me at the Monitor um, or EAG. Appliance, uh, appliance, two months was the name. Appliance, mm-hmm. yeah, his, his, yeah, his mother, yeah. And, um, ooh, yeah, mm. that's a whole story that hasn't been, yeah. There have been some stories, such news things. There's so much that has as it be dealt with. Mm. Okay, well, um, this has been truly enlightening because I don't think I've ever asked you these things in this way. So it's it's really beautiful. I, I think I'll call this a Sankofa for Henry Dumas because we're going back. And yeah. It's kind of Sankofa, yeah. Sankofa for Henry Dumas. Mm, yeah. Powerful. Yeah, that's just that's good. Yeah, that was uh yeah, I didn't know we hadn't talked about it. I I talked about it so much with the guy who did the biography. Mm-hmm. And uh and with and I brought a full report back to EHE and I had to give a report to the entire um uh, factory and student body, you know. Mhm. But uh, well, one of the things that I have not talked about is sensing, and well, I thought was the fear that you know this healthy paranoia that uh, how how much I felt myself reaching for my gun because. I didn't know if that was it was like a vendetta, you know. Right. You know. And so I was always I, wherever I went I assumed somebody was here. So I I was well armed and how much terror you know, I lived under mm-hmm. after that, you know. Uh but the the yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I and something I never I drove by the man's house, the cop that killed him. Yeah. I'm gonna I drove by his house, I looked at it, I know exactly where his house is, what it looks like. And um my team had plans but you know, didn't carry them out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh anyway, uh what's this thing how how that all went down? Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you couldn't write it. You could not write it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah well, the, uh, Father dear, I'm going to let you go so that I can um, think about this opening. I need to rework the opening of the piece. Okay. I wanted to mention that June Jordan wrote something, I think it was a village Barton, and she wrote me, she called me, and we talked a long time about it. And uh, she was, in the article, she said, that's about, why are so many, uh, why are so many of our writers still unpublished? You know, where's uh, mm-hmm. the, you read my book, where's the last, she just went off on a Canada. It was like a rat, you know. Mm-hmm. Where the book? Where the book? It was a, it was a real call in New York and in the back of the All right, nice. Daddy. Well, thank you so much for this information. Okay, baby. So uh, we'll talk soon. Love you, bye. Love you. Love okay. you. Bye. Bye, bye.